This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, so Seth and I were texting yesterday, and we're like, boy, there's a lot of good stuff to take pleasure in. Yeah, and other in pain that others are experiencing right now. I look, yeah, you know when I noticed it, I noticed it when I was, uh, I just, I, for some reason, a bunch of uh, mock drafts came on my timeline because I saw people or people that I, uh, you know, other people that I follow were discussing mock drafts. I'm like, ah, 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 ha, ha, yeah, losers, yeah, ah, you're t- you're you're consumed with mock drafts hey. this time of year. Yeah. it's playoff time, right? You right. losers, yeah. Mock drafts. Mock drafts. Y'all are probably I would never do like mock draft power rankings or anything. No, we would never ever do a segment called mock draft. We would injection. never spend. Uh, we would never do a, a segment every single day on mock drafts for three whole months. Yeah, we did that. Last we did that. Year. And it was popular. They liked Much, it. Uh, I was completely surprised. Yep. I think it was because we pulled it off all right. We yeah. didn't make it dry. You know. No, we kept it yeah. fun. Um, it also helps when you're at, when you're choosing at the top of the draft. Choosing two everybody and knows the names yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you need a quarterback. Yeah, that helps. Um, but so you noticed this yesterday is all these various fan bases. The other twenty four poverty fan bases. There's two things. Yeah. One, the poverty fan bases, and two, the the press conferences from the coaches who had been ejected in the playoffs. We're sitting there. It's Thursday. A lot of these guys hadn't done a press conference until yesterday. Right. Like, I mean, it's like, what the, were they hiding in a cave or something? Yeah. I can't remember who this guy was. And if he was, he had a bucket of chicken with him. Mike McCarthy. (laughs) Mike McCarthy. Yeah. So looked like he'd been hiding in a cave with a (laughs) rib roast. (laughs) He comes up to the podium with barbecue sauce on his. Would that be like any, would that be different than any other day? Uh, Um, So you and I were texting about this and like, let's be really petty tomorrow about this stuff. (laughs) I need a name for this. You walked in this morning and I saw you and you're like, so what segment are we doing? The petty cast. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. The petty cast. You magnificent genius. You, we got to make it somehow. It sounds kind of like Pendergast. So uh, we'll, we'll, We'll work out some branding. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah maybe some merch. Yeah. Um, so the Pettycast. Uh, let's take pleasure in other people's pain for a little bit here. The Mike McCarthy presser yesterday. I watched while trying to put myself in the shoes of a Cowboy fan. Yeah. And after about six seconds of it, I'm like, boy, this really sucks. Yeah. None of like very few Cowboy fans wanted Mike McCarthy to be the coach next right, year. Right, in the first yeah. place. Here was, let's skip right to two, Ben, here, because I want to make sure we get the other stuff in. Why should this is Jane Slater asked this question? Why should fans buy into you as the head coach of this football team? I believe that uh, the the direction, you know, the leadership, um, everything is in place, and um, I'm not very comfortable talking about myself. But I came here to win a championship. I didn't come here to get another contract or um, anything other than that. Um, I came to Dallas to win the world championship, and that's why I'm standing here. And um, 
buy into us. So uh, buy why, into us. Why should they buy into you? Because I want to win. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why should I invest my money with you? Uh, because because I want to make money too. Okay. All <laughs> that's right. What that cool. Is. That's a that's your expertise right there, is the, it? Okay. The one the the cut that was making the rounds quite a bit yesterday. The one the I think the initial one where you and I started yeah. texting about this was this is Mike McCarthy's message to his players when they get hit in the face with the last two decades yeah. of futility for the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you this, too. I will take no responsibility, and I tell our players this, too, Then they have no responsibility on what's going on here the 20-plus years before that. You know, we're, we're responsible for what's what's going on in our program, and I know it's disappointing to the fans. And um, But, you know, we are in position to learn and grow from this and, and, and build off it, and and that's the best answer, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a. I'm going to tell you right, right now. This is a lesson, everybody. Like the first, you know the first, the first part of a sentence makes a big deal. You know what you're going to it, it, it makes a big deal in like how people are going to receive the message. Yep. Never, ever, ever under any circumstances start anything by saying I will take no responsibility. Bingo. Stop. Stop. As soon as you say that. As soon as yeah. you say that, people in their mind are like, oh, this guy's just, he's not accountable. Dude. They don't hear anything that comes after that. It doesn't, they, <laughs> you are doing a cannonball into the deep end of the headline pool. <laughs> I will take no responsibility. And it, it, their, people's amygdala is already triggered and they're kind of like, yes. this guy's a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> That's your coach, Dallas. That's your coach. That's the human skills. Those are the people skills you got with your football coach up there in Actually, Dallas. Ben, let's play McCarthy one. We don't have to play the whole thing. There's just a certain part of this that I, I need to hear one more time, and I'll down cue you on it, Ben. Here's here was the, this was Mike McCarthy's message to the fans. My message would be this: uh, we, we we have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we Bingo. know how to win. Okay, you can <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> it is the we NFC barely, East championship. We did back our way into the NFC East this year. Is that not is that not AFC I mean, South champs? We uh, we were less atrocious than the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles versus good teams, you know. The That's hell? the whole. We managed to beat a couple of those teams that nobody knew whether they were good or not either. Uh, so yes. That's what I needed LeBron to say after they won that stupid in-season tournament this year. Yeah. We have a championship <laughs> culture. It's just not the world championship. It's the in-season tournament i got to go back and listen to the entire thing to hear what question that was in response to the last 20 years. Did you did you hear the actual question? I listened to the whole press conference. I yeah. don't recall the exact question. Yeah, I it was. I will say this: it was sort of a non sequitur off of an answer that, to something that, that else. It seemed like he just jumped into he did. that. He he did. I only like, cut listen, up that part of it. I like I, like there's a way to have that. that. That's again. It goes it goes back to the whole like okay, do you actually know how to communicate? Verbal with diarrhea, man. Um, this is a guy who openly admitted in a press conference that he lied to Jerry Jones to get the job while remember. sitting next to Jerry Jones. Yeah, like yeah. that's a like which also moron. makes you feel and wonder. I honestly I saw this with Joe Buck interviewing uh this is Joe Buck interviewing Michael Irvin and the first clip is just just think about this as a Cowboys fan from a Cowboys fan perspective hearing this first this is Michael Irvin and who he was more upset with over the Jimmy and Jerry divorce I was probably more upset at Jerry for allowing it to happen uh than Jimmy you know because you understand I understood the business side of it and I remember even when the people would come in trying to get interviews. I mean, I was off the chain. I was throwing garbage cans at the people. They would come in trying to get out of this locker room and throwing garbage cans. And just, I was just so upset. They showed wow. a clip of it. He was. Was he really? He was, yeah. 
Um, Jimmy is Jimmy Johnson kids. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. They'd won two Super Bowls, probably could have won like three more, uh, but they couldn't get along. And this, this is the part that, I mean, Cowboys fans already know this, but it's got to hurt to hear just even more confirmation of it. This is Michael Irvin telling Joe Buck Mm. on what he thought started the rift between Jerry and Jimmy. Jimmy wanted to run such a tight ship. Jerry wanted to make football bigger than life, which is what he's basically done. You know what I mean? He you wanted to make argue that. You cannot argue that. And he wanted to bring in princes and everything. Jimmy wanted that locker room door closed, especially if we lost. He was not in any mood to bring, let Jerry bring all these people around. Mm. And I, I think that was what started it. Yeah, and just imagine, I mean, that's that's what goes on now. Like, yeah. that's the qualification for a coach. Any coach that wants to try to run any program like Jimmy Johnson might have run, it's not it's not consistent with what Jerry's goals are. Wow. Which, honestly, like, this is it. If you're a Cowboys fan, honestly, like, you're – and I think you you know this already – but I think sometimes maybe you say it, but you don't believe it. Like, your owner genuinely doesn't care about winning championships. Nope. He cares about making money. Yep. Like, and like to the point where he's already seen it. He cares. Like, he made that choice specifically. And, like, say whatever you want. I'll even make fun of Bob Kraft speaking like he's on the slow record speed and everything. But, like, he let Bill Belichick be Bill Belichick. Yeah. I like there's that's why there's no way in hell Bill Belichick would ever take the Cowboys job. Right. There's no like the owner is not committed to winning at all at all. Just doesn't give a single damn about it. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That is uh, that's some really good Michael Irvin audio right there. That's on Audiorama, which is a uh, it's like a Greg Olson podcast company. Oh, okay. And Joe Buck, Joe Buck's got a Joe pod. Joe Buck's on there? got a pod. I thought it was like I thought this was the old Joe Buck show when it first came up on my oh, timeline. Artie Lang was on after Michael Irvin. Yeah, on the Joe Buck show. <laughs> yeah, right. remember that? Yeah. So Audiorama is the uh, I, I found it on the YouTube channel, but okay. they have podcasts and stuff too. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We gonna hit this Daniel Tosh? Okay, so this is just for your enjoyment because I know you haven't heard this. This is the uh, comedian Daniel Tosh on his podcast. Um, He's a Dolphins fan. He's talking about how he feels about the other teams in the AFC East. Okay. I mean, I hate the Jets. I just, I just hate the Jets. I've always hated the Jets the most in the AFC East. You, You didn't hate the Patriots? Well, sure. I hated Tom Brady. I hated that every championship they won was because they were the best at cheating that year. You know, Buffalo, they're obnoxious. But you lose four Super Bowls, and I and I have a soft spot for you. I hope for Buffalo, I hope the current Buffalo Bills, I hope they do a 30 for 30 about that two-and-a-half-year period they had potential. Wouldn't that be a riveting 30 for 30? Remember that two-and-a-half years the Buffalo Bills had potential? You know why the uh, tradition started by Bill's Mafia jumping on tables? Do you know wh- where that originally came from? Originally, it was so they could die. <laughs> because that's how f***ing horrible living in Buffalo is. It was so they could die. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. That belongs in the petty cast. <laughs> I should have waited until if, if Buffalo got eliminated um, to play oh, that. We but, can always replay it on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is how that all have to be remembered. If the Bills, uh, if they can't sustain this, it's a, it'll be that two and a half, three year period where, man, it looked like they really could be a Super Bowl Yeah, favorite. yeah, yeah. Man, that's going to be. And as we say that, everybody's picking the Bills up on the TV screen in here on, uh, on ESPN. Yeah. Oh, on boy, Pat Mahomes on the road. If Pat Mahomes... If if he, uh, look, they've got all kinds of issues. Uh, they, look, they got the drops. Chiefs. Everybody's got drops. Yeah, yeah, the Chiefs too. Hey, everybody's got drops. You know what? You know what the issue is, Patrick Mahomes. You are the issue. You've got that. You've got that contract and that salary, which isn't even that that startlingly big by quarterback standards right. anymore. But the team. Like as a quarterback, the degree of after you get paid, the degree of difficulty gets harder every single year Mm -hmm. because it's harder to it's harder to fill that team around you, and you lose some of the momentum you had from like even after Tyreek Hill left. And uh, this all falls on Pat Mahomes' shoulders, frankly. Their offensive ineptitude. I don't care about the drops. Throw more catchable ball. Like that's right. That's right. Tua throws a catchable ball, bro. Stop. Tyreek will tell you about it. Stop yelling at everybody, man. Yeah, quit being so quit being so sassy. Stop yelling. You're not a sassy guy. No, no. You sound silly. I promise. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to do the 8 at 8 at the top of the hour. we got five reasons I hate you for Baltimore coming up at 825. Up next, if the te- I think the Texans have already served notice to the league that they're going to be a factor. If they win this weekend, I think there's going to be another big reason why the league is going to be on notice with the Houston Texans. We'll tell you what that is next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 